go ahead and start. What's up, Travis? Hi. Uh, okay, so we it, we were just talking. Um, for those on the the audio podcast, uh, go go look at our Twitch. Just look at the the most recent VOD and just look at <laughs> Travis's uh Travis's profile photo. It's it's dude, it's something. Um, are we gonna run with this bit, John? Do you think we're gonna run with the you're not worthy of uh live footage of Travis? I think. I think it's fun to run with now, but it's a fun conversation point of when will be when will we ever be worthy of yeah. live footage, Travis? I don't know if we are. I don't know what it would take. To, what would it take to get to that point? Like acquiring a, a DP nine. <laughs> Travis <laughs> refuses to show his face on this podcast until we get a third designated player who actually <laughs> plays for Nashville. I know Ake okay, yeah. is still on the books, but like, so it's going to be a couple things, either not all at once, just like either of these things, uh, a DP nine. Okay. Or just a, another DP in general. That's going to contribute to the team. Yeah. Uh, the Jersey's not being 200 something dollars. Oh God. Well, uh, we're never going to see you again. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, yeah. Adidas. RIP. Or, huh. What's the third option? Hmm. Uh, them not being greedy bastards about parking. Uh, uh, yes, actual parking solution. I'm so salty about that, man. Like not being able to get a season Why pass. Why is my mic to... trying to update mid podcast? No, skip this version. Fuck you. Sorry. <laughs> okay. I literally hit go live button and then I turn and where it's like, oh, you want to update the mic you're using right now? Yes, actually, I would. I would love that. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, dude. Um, but yeah, okay. Uh, we're having some people kind of trickle in here. Feel free to uh, drop some stuff in the chat. Uh, just some housekeeping stuff. We are now officially back on uh, audio podcast platforms. Um, last week, out John or Travis, I don't know if you actually tuned in. I gave like a little PSA that like we do stream these live on Twitch. So if you hear any like notification sounds or anything. Um, that's why uh, for this one, I took off uh, the sound alerts. Ooh. Yeah, I know. But like, I went back and listened to it, and it's like, it's Abrasive. hard. Yeah, like not when you're not in the in the Twitch like ecosystem, and you suddenly hear like a doo doo fart. That's uh, a <laughs> le- the loudest thing you've ever heard. Uh, it's hard to. Uh, it's hard to. I mean, it's it's a nice God, touch of Jones being on the podcast. Yeah, true, 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 true. It's a nice touch because I mean, obviously he's a club employee, so we're yeah. never going to actually get him on the show. Um, yeah, but okay. So everyone on Twitch, that uh, this is like how you consume this. We will obviously continue streaming live, recording these live on Twitch, and then uh, that night, the next day, um, transfer them over to Spotify, uh, Apple Podcast. Uh, I think it's also on like Google Podcasts and a couple others. Um, so yeah, anywhere, anywhere you listen to stuff, just look up Nashville Soundcheck or Nashville SC, and we should be one of the top five or six with, you know, all the others that you, you know, and love. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. Uh, if you listen to this right now and you're on Twitch, please go, uh, go find us on your podcast platform of choice, rate five stars, uh, download the episodes, that sort of stuff, uh, super helps. And uh, what is a what's the number? Is it a hundred five star reviews and you eat a bug? If we get to a hundred five star reviews, I will legitimately eat a bug. Wait, what app is this on? Uh, I guess Apple. I I, I, app. What we'll do is Apple and Spotify combined. 
Spotify. Okay, hold on. So you well, you have <laughs> yeah you have to listen to a full episode first before you're able to 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 what's it called rate review five stars on Spotify. Oh, oh. don't worry, I'll play in the background of you this. You just have it on mute playing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he's not even gonna mute it. He's gonna listen to it while he's talking. He's like, and last week you all talked about like, come on, man. Yeah, man, I'm piggybacking off what you said last week. Mitchell, can we pick the bug? Uh, uh, yes. I, specifically, Mitchell cannot pick the bug. How about that? <laughs> he will. He'll give me some. He'll give me a stink bug or something. And and it cannot be yeah. alive. It could not be alive. I am not eating a live bug. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm glad to see your uh, dedication to the I'm, cause. I'm a man of principle, and I will not eat yeah, a live uh, animal. Dead. Mm-hmm. It's it's gonna get got. But yeah. You know. Um, okay, Travis, you weren't here last week, so I want to ask you the same question me and John kind of went over uh, before we get into anything else. Give me your two things you're excited for for this season and your two things that you're anxious for or you know not, not super looking forward to. I am excited for a full season of Jacob M.F. and Schaffelberg. Um, big Shaft fan. Um, I'm gonna check if that's actually his name real quick. <laughs> um, but I'm excited for Jacob Schaffelberg, and I'm actually excited to see how Shaq Moore, you know, hopefully he does better than what he did at the World Cup. Uh, <laughs> I'm anxious. Ooh. Can, yeah, can no. confirm uh, Shaft's middle name is motherfucking. Oh, okay, okay, cool. cool. Dude, I was I, taking a shot in the If dark, not, man. someone go edit, edit the Wikipedia right now. Um, I'm anxious. Because of the, you know, questions that strike your position, um, his, uh, you know, Hani's partner. There's not really a for sure answer there. If if CJ can go back to his uh, 2021 form, yeah, it's it's an on year. It's it's an I know it every other year. Uh, <laughs> and also if Liao can stay healthy, I think Ooh, yeah. that will play a major factor in maybe CJ or Bunbury's production. Um, but I'm also just anxious overall to see, cause I know the East, a lot of teams have actually gone out and gotten a lot better. Uh, I'm eager to see how Nashville compares to the rest of the East since we didn't really make any, too many major additions like the other teams have. So, uh, I'm sorry, Nick DePew would like a word. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. Nick DePew and Fafa Pico would like to, uh, have a, uh, conversation with you buddy i, I said major okay major. I, mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. definitely not major but i do think that nick depew or whatever he's fine but uh fafa pico i think is going to be a huge difference maker this year um maybe not like you know he's obviously not going to be that goal scorer that we're all asking for yeah. but someone with that pace and that energy um either starting or coming off the bench or just alternating play time with jacob schaffelberg and randall leal is like invaluable to this team well i look at to um <clears throat> before the first two names off the bench outside of Schaffelberg and leal were alex wheel and hawkinson yeah i think adding fafa picot to that um i think he obviously push pushes hawkinson down further the depth chart uh but it's also a lot better quality coming off the bench than what luke can offer I think Luca rode the uh, wave of that one Toronto game for as long as he could, and he didn't really 
I, I love Luke, but he just it hasn't really contributed as much as I'd like yeah. for someone to come off the bench and do so. But I so my my hot take on Luke is that he's not a winger, and him being asked to do winger things sets him up for failure. Yeah, I agree. I don't so, think he's a winger, and that's why I, I think f- having Fafa who can play winger is going to be a starts. better option. Yeah, he's going to be hundred percent. Fafa starts. Him and Scheffelberg in rotation is a lot better option at winger since Tockinson doesn't play winger. Yeah. Uh, I think that helps us out a lot. Well, yeah. with, with... I would I would rather see Hawkinson be the third center forward on the depth chart ahead yeah. of Zubak, in yeah. my personal opinion. <laughs> Zubak trash, bro. I'm not uh, saying I'm not saying it. I said it. In I'm chat, someone says the real question is Leal a winger? No. He's a 10. No. Yeah. Uh, clearly, he's, a, he's a number eight, idiot. Learn to read. He's a 10. He can, he can play eight yeah, and Brian. 10. He's, he's definitely not just a pure winger at all. Um, I'm eager to see how he, if he can stay on the field this season. Uh, and Godoy. And, oh, my God. Godoy spent more time injured than he has yeah. on the field for National SC. I hope to God that he stays has healthy he, this Has he internationally retired? Uh, I think so. I think I was... if he hasn't, then he's still going to be injured more often than not. Because yeah, I think he he's... will. Yeah. Like I'm pretty sure he would literally put his balls on the line for Panama. He's either retired. And I, res- or I respect the hell out of that. By the way, he, he's either retired from international duty or they've, they're slowly weeding him out. Yeah. So, uh, maybe that limit you know keeps him healthy for us. But the this year is the year of Jack Mayer. I will say that though. Oh yeah, I, I, I mean, think what what year is not the year of Jack Mayer? Exactly, Jack yeah. Mayer season every season, boy. Every I season. think I think it is time for Jack Mayer to step up. Um, obviously with Romney gone, it's uh, he fucking has to. But all last year, every time he was in, I was zero percent worried. And I think now, if 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 it wasn't now, it wasn't going to be ever. We were going to move him somewhere. So uh, I, I'm glad I'm glad they decided to keep him, and and he's he's the guy now, right? So yeah. Every time Jack Mayer started last season, he stood out. Yeah. Two games in particular where Vancouver, he had a brace. <laughs> That's and insane then, to me. I forgot about that. What if he's the new number nine? Oh shit! Jack, Jack Mayer for center long. forward. Yeah, that's like oh, my, that's some like <laughs> FIFA career shit where you have like a youth <laughs> academy player and you uh, it's like I ah, know I need a striker and this guy's fast, but he's actually on the wing. So let me just set his trajectory to striker. I I literally did that like last week. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, you, like the Vancouver game, he had a brace. He literally dogged that game, and then like his, my favorite game, he, he does. Mm. My favorite I, game of his was when we played Seattle at home. He led the team in interceptions and and like dispossessing uh, attackers, and he was just a rock <laughs> back there, dude. Like, oh, I've I've had a horrible idea. Um, for Jack, yeah. instead of a beer shower, it's a milk shower. Stop. But then Get at, I'm going to end the stream right now. This is going to be the we, shortest we gotta podcast do it. in our history. We got to do it in the midst of, of Nashville summer. We got to do that in the middle of Nashville God. summer. Can you imagine the smell? It would be, oh, man. Like, for one game and might, one game only. It might attract only. the fairgrounds people. For one it ga- might summon uh, them. For one game and one game only, all concession stands replace beer with different brands of milk. No, with only purity milk. The extra thick, like, creamy-ass milk. Everybody is, like, eggnog that they have for whatever reason. Uh, I'm gonna throw us. So, uh, there's questions in chat about why not put Hani at 9 and Sickly Owl as an attacking mid. I think we mentioned that. He can't hold up the play. It's just not Gary's. Yeah, exactly. Gary's preferred player. Is a is a 
a big body nine who can oh, win headers thick, or hold up play. Thick yeah, you look at all the thicky. past. You look at all the past strikers in Gary's system: Cadiz, Sapong, Bunbury. Uh, let's Hume. go, Tucker Hume. Tucker Hume. Rios wasn't tall, but he had good hold up play. I miss um, him. Brandon Allen, uh, USL, not very good player in general, but he I'm can hold team. up. He's a big body. He can hold up play, but every player that he sat up top was a guy who can do hold up play or win headers. And Hani, you know, he's a god, but he's not super tall, and he doesn't. He doesn't. He's not the hold up play type of guy. And so yeah. I would love it. I would do it, but it's not Gary's system, so Gary won't do it. I, I could see. I could see every like every now and again him dropping you know or sorry dropping leal back into a 10 and pushing hani up but there's no way that he would have that as a consistent sort of thing like i could see that in a situation where like we need a goal let's like it put all of our firepower up for it and and try something different because it hasn't been working like i could see that happening multiple times throughout the year but there's no way he would ever make that his like go-to system here Here's what Gary has done, though, and at times Leal has played a ten for us. It, it has to do with the five at the back. It'd be a five-three-two. Um, you have five defenders with two wing backs, and then you have the two mids, such as McCarty Davis or you know Godoy Davis, and then you had Leal as a ten, and then yeah. the two up top would be Hani and whatever striker. And they have done that, but they did that when Shaq Moore wasn't here because they didn't have a pure right back. Uh, Shaq Moore can play wing back though, so it's going to be up to the other center back, Depew, uh, to step up and uh, be a part of that. But we're going to see. I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to it. I like Leal being more adventurous, getting involved in the offense. I mean, twenty twenty one, we've literally that's literally what we ran all the time. And Leal, CJ, and Hani all had like career, not career years because Hani had a career year the very next year, <laughs> but. All three of them were just flicking on all cylinders, and I wouldn't mind getting back to that, but I think that depends on our third center back option because now that Romney's gone, we don't have that shoe in as a third center back, you know? Yeah. So, Travis, with the conversation of... system freaked out. I'm going to fix it. You guys keep going. Okay. With the conversation of the Gary Smith 9 and John Ingram's uh, to-date lie about being in the top third of spending <laughs> um would you break the bank for two years of michael antonio <laughs> i had my mic muted but I, I was cracking up at the the lie <laughs> i mean also thanks for subbing uh hunter j appreciate it buddy mm, michael antonio you know i haven't really watched him much at west ham this year so i don't know what how he's doing um, uh, he's doing about as good as West Ham is, so just super mid. <laughs> Not even that. <laughs> uh, I mean, for two years of Antonio, how old is he? Thirty-one, ish. Yeah. <sighs> sure. Why not? You gotta think like other than Holland, because duh, <laughs> Mikel Antonio is like Holland to Nashville. The prime, the prime example of the Gary Smith nine. Well, Antonio, like, he's also... big. He's tall. He's mobile. <clears throat> Antonio also plays for Jamaica's national team now, don't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we'd get uh, him back in the CONCACAF. Yeah, I could see him definitely coming here. And honestly, I would. I mean, because you got to look at it this way. Hani's not getting any younger. Mm-hmm. Was he 27? He's 28, I think. Yeah. Or, oh, man, those were the days. 27, tw- yeah. <laughs> 27 28. Uh, Boys, I'm, a, his... I'm less than a month from the big 3-0. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> 
But the thing is, he's in his prime right now. If you're going to keep waiting, eventually, you know, he's not going to no longer be in his prime. He had two great offensive years. Mm -hmm. Can he keep that up for a third? We don't know. Maybe he can, maybe he won't. My my bold prediction last uh, podcast was he's going to be better this year. That's, Which is a hell of a prediction. That would be like Giovinco Bro, status, like, uh, dude. I, I I have nothing to base it off of other than my undying love, and that's enough for me. If he does that, he goes down above Giovinco as far as MLS player ranks. Yeah, for sure. But he that's a big ask. Um, I don't think with the system and his supporting cast that he will be able to produce. That's not saying he won't be bad. He will he'll be bad. I don't think he'll have the same numbers as he had this previous season. Yeah. Um, I, I, I can he... either see – I personally, I want him to be better. I could see a regression back to, like, you know, a good player in the league, but not in the MVP race. Like, see, the best player okay. on our team, obviously, but not, you know, top, top, I don't. Top. I don't think – I think when I say regress, I don't think golden boot winner. Yeah. I think maybe it's still in the MVP conversation, Uh, 16 goals, a couple, like, Eight assists, but nothing like the last year. Bro, I would I <clears throat> I would want nothing more than for him to have a down year statistically, and it's because other people are scoring fucking goals, you know? Oh, hundred percent. Or, you know, or even like I know I know with other people scoring goals with where Hani plays on the field, his assists are most likely gonna go up. So like I guess statistically it would kind of level out, but like I just I want someone else to do something because the way i look at it right now this team can be as good as you know in my wildest dreams you know top you know three to five in 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 the uh in the east or they can miss the playoffs entirely well right now the nashville's looking a lot like the titans right yeah uh one player team everyone people outside of nashville it's just honey. Well, yeah, people outside of Nashville, and I've seen it over and over this week of you know analysts starting to make their predictions or whatever, um, where it's like, yeah, uh, give me someone other than Hani doing something. It, it's a little more nuanced than that. Like I think if you watch this team on a regular basis and you you are a fan or whatever, like there's other players doing good stuff. Like it, our our only problem, not our only problem, but our biggest problem right now is you know our strikers aren't doing anything. But like, and I think yeah. that's what they're referring to yeah. is the offensive output. It's literally if Hani's not scoring, nothing happens. Yeah. You look at the, I, I watched I watched the LA game, the playoff game, uh, not too long ago, and they literally would two to three people around Hani and force CJ or whoever else is up top to do something, and yeah. they could not do it. But well, it, I think, sorry, go ahead. I, I think with having Schaffelberg for a full season and adding Fafa, too will help i mean you saw the resurgence of shuffleberg bro he came the he immediate came speed changed everything those last few it, games yeah and exactly so i think having that helps but you we have to have someone else step up or it's just going to be mark Hani for someone else to beat you yeah and it, it's not going to be a good season if that happens but but like if you if you think about it like what i think it was last year everyone was like oh they're going to be top three in the west right <laughs> they're going to be one of the better teams was it last yeah it was last year everyone was saying we we're going to be great to start the season off this is the same team with like two additional people right so in my head the the ceiling is that um if if you know a striker shows up and if either or both fafa and uh jacob show out and, and Leal bounces back to where we know he can be, 
we could be a top team in the league. But also, if we had the year we did last year, I wouldn't be surprised if we missed the playoffs entirely. Yeah, I'm looking at the comments, and someone mentioned the big part of the Galaxy match that was it was because Gary was out. I think because Gary being out, I honestly don't think Gary trusted his team to run out the four four two again. That's why he went back to the five at the back. He played scared. Uh, and, and reverted back to what he knows best Dude, and it's bad. uh playing you know <laughs> they call it terrorist ball yeah and they played Ouch. like that and then you take shuffleberg out so you revert we had ran a 4-4-2 in the past eight games and we won six of those games and tied one and lost one i can't uh, remember which it, it was probably club and country it was either club no i think it may have been clay from uh pharma saying that like this year like I don't he like I don't care what they do I don't care how they set up their offense but like pick something and stick with it and get good at it because I feel like we jumped around well that's too much we last year the the tail end of last year we had the last eight games of the season where we won six tied one and lost one we were in a four four two with Schaffelberg as the left wing uh left mid because he you know yeah. didn't play that high up <laughs> and then you had Shaq Shaq Mora as your pure right back you had Shaq Moore Zimmerman Romney Lovitz midfield was Davis and McCarty you had Leal you had Schaffelberg and up top was either Bunbury or Safong and then you had Honey and we dominated we did we outscored teams like crazy in that system we were playing with confidence in that Jacob Schaffelberg is the majority owner of Club America <laughs> yeah and but here's the thing as soon as we you know Gary gets sick so he can't make the trip as soon as he gets the inkling of, oh, crap, I, I don't know if I can trust someone taking control of the system. I don't know if his trust with the assistant coach. I don't know if it's like, if I'm not there, we're not going to do this. Or I don't know what it was. But he goes, we're not going to have a Schaffelberg start in general. And we're going to go back to the five at the back, which we were pretty poor at last season, season when we were in that formation. I don't understand that. Uh, I understand Dax. I think Dax got a bench because he needed rest. He's an older player. I think I can't remember if he was starting that game or not, but I don't understand that decision. Um, I don't know if it had to do with Anunga, if Anunga was starting, if he was in the midfield or not. I just don't get it. Uh, I agree with the comment. Houston, the Houston loss was more bad luck than anything. Um, it, but overall, you look at what was oh, successful. Okay. Uh, dude so i didn't see the comment above it and i just saw fuck houston in the chat i'm like what did houston do what did houston yeah. not do that's brian fair. you're from austin it's austin against the world that's fair i'm not from austin my family well, lives in austin but take it i'll take it yeah but overall <laughs> i just think the system is a four, uh, the, our best system is a 442 you have shuffleberg and now you have fafa fico uh gonna come Pete with Schaffelberg at that position. If not, you just have an inverted wing on the other side if Leal needs to rest or something. Plot That's twist. Even... Loba comes I... back and balls out. <laughs> Plot I twist. I mean, I'm I'm in for it. I just don't think it's gonna happen. <laughs> no, it won't. They'll sell. Uh, There's no way they don't sell them. There's no way that's not a loan to sell, right? Men's turned the ball over more times than he's scored. <laughs> like he's scoring goals, but look how many turnovers he he's has. He's also playing on like the worst team in Mexico. Yeah, it's and I mean just... when you're it's like when you're down by five goals, they kind of stop playing defense. They just you know? don't care anymore, and you yeah. can get a cheap goal. So, like, two goals but, isn't too impressive to me, honestly, <laughs> but keep scoring them so we get more for you. Yeah, yeah. but I'm all, I'm all for running the 4-4-2, and you have, you have Fafa, you have Schaffelberg and Leal. 
You can all rotate them around. If Leal's injured and needs a break, you just have an inverted wing, uh, midfielder on the other side. You can do whatever you want, but you have a system right there that's worked for you towards the tail end of last season. And Gary has said multiple times he loves the 4-4-2. He wants to play it. But before Shaq Moore came, we didn't have a pure right back that he trusted. We had mm-hmm. Eric Miller and Alex Will. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, okay, that's not necessarily someone you want to trust in a well, back Well, I mean, four. we had one, and then he got sold. That is true, then, but they sold with the intention of getting Shaq Moore in in the early window, and it just fell apart. And so we had to go an extended period of time without a pure right back, and that kind of yeah. hit us in the butt a bit. But yeah, I I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm with Vamos. Like I need Schaffelberg and Fafa starting because I feel like this is the season that Leal is not the every game starter. I, I would like okay, but what if? I mean, I guess I would love to see all three of them on the field at the same time. Somehow, maybe. I mean, the only way that could happen, right, is if we move Hani to a striker for a game, which we just kind of went through why that wouldn't work. So, but I don't know. Having, I feel like having those three on the field at one time would scare the fuck out of the other team so bad that like they wouldn't know who to cover because there's so much speed on the outside. There's a long shot threat, and then there's Hani Mukhtar, who's a literal god. Yeah, I I guarantee it will happen at one point this season when Nashville is down and desperately chasing a goal to where they put uh layout in the midfield too. Uh, yes. Like, either as a, for as a McCarty or, or yeah. yeah, Davis. I think, I think, Davis. I think, I think it'd be McCarty probably. I honestly think if you're putting Leal on into the midfield, you keep Godoy on Leal and Godoy they really like well. Together. They, they yeah. have so such good chemistry together. I trust that partnership that if you, you're chasing a goal, you throw Leal on, you know, it's say a four four two hypothetically. Yeah, you have Godoy and Leal in the mid, and then you have Schaffelberg and uh, Fafa on the on the outside, just splitting down the sidelines. And then you have you know CJ or Bunbury or whatever with Hani, and that's if you're chasing a goal. I can see that happening. Yeah, and I think it all depends on how expansive Gary wants to get, because you know Leal's going to drift forward. Gary, have you have you met Gary Travis? That's the thing. Hey, how expansive that, he wants that, to that get. Leads me, that leads me into my next, my always, next thing. Let's say go ahead. Here, here, here you go. It leads me into my like next thing. This year, no more excuses. There are none. It's a make or break year. Because first year you had COVID. Second year, first full year of MLS, you get that pass. Like, oh, technically this was your expansion full season. Third year, last year, we had eight straight games on the road and we had to travel a lot because the Western conference this year, you have your own stadium. You're back in the East. You have your squad. They're not no longer an expansion squad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You had your chances to sign more players. You, you didn't necessarily do a lot of that. You, you signed some players, but not the ones that are really going to boom, make an impact that we think outside of yeah. like maybe Fafa. This is year four. If Gary and Jacobs don't get it right this year, one of them, if not both, are out the door. What What's yeah. getting right to you? I think, I mean, it's Uncle Beasy. It's silverware. It's sil- it is silverware. You play a sport professionally I... for one reason, and it's to win silverware. And it's to cash that check. So what you're saying is yeah. bring back the I-65 Cup <laughs> and, and play Birmingham and whoever else, and, and we win. I don't care what silverware it is. It could be the Open Cup. It could be the League's Cup. It can be MLS Cup. It could be the Supporter Shield. I don't care. Win something 
because you I, one you promised hey, his we fan won that base. weird belt. Here's the thing that no, I don't count. I would Here's I would thing. I would hot take you. I don't give a damn about the league's cup. I'm saying I, I, I think I'll take Quarter Shield or uh, I, I mean a uh, MLS Cup well, or Open Cup. I don't give a damn about the league's cup other than <laughs> we absolutely have to beat uh, the team from Mexico. Who are we playing for Mexico? So Toluca. 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 Yeah, yeah. we got to beat Toluca. Like we have to. That's that's huge for the team. That's huge for the our, league. Gr- our that's group is easy. Our yeah. group is easy um, compared yeah. to the rest of the groups. Ours is pretty easy. It's when it's doable. I, I say at this point, put out put out a maybe not first. As close to first squad as possible, first team squad as possible against Toluca, and then send out uh, I, I, <coughs> Huntsville against Colorado. Uh, you know, like <laughs> I, I want to get I want to get that win um, against Toluca. Uh, outside yeah. of that, I don't give a damn unless we somehow stumble into like the semifinal, and then once we're there, hey, dude, if you win it, it's a it's a uh, Champions League bid, right? So uh, yeah, so at that point fucking go for it but unless we somehow stumble into that situation i only care about beating toluca and that's it here's the yeah. thing uh uncle breezy mentioned he doesn't think he thinks no matter what if we win anything or not they, they'll keep gary it, yeah. it doesn't matter if we he, win anything or not they'll keep him anyway here's the thing here's the thing it comes down to fans the fans demand mm. speaks all that's Does the thing. It it, yeah, here's the thing. We sat on our hands for so long. You look at other teams who have been very vocal. I'll I'll go say team we hate FC Cincinnati. Gross. They Fuck had em. some. Per- here's the thing. They had some really poor years that led them to do what they did. <laughs> it's disgusting. That's the most polite thing we've ever said about Cincinnati. Here's the thing. The most the polite thing we've ever said struggled. is gross. Fuck them. <laughs> no, here's the, here's Travis the said they struggled for a few years. Oh, okay. Yeah. Here's here's the thing with them though. They didn't sit on their hands and go. Well, it'll get better. They were very vocal about their displeasure, and they went complete overhaul. And they honestly, they're probably top four in the East this year. That's how that's how um, good they, that's how good they look. Honestly, that's their like, ceiling. But that, I mean, if, if has Brenner come back from Brazil yet, or is he still pouting about not being sold? After, they actually might be selling him back to Brazil. So I don't know. Uh, Such but a, the thing yeah, is, but we beat them six to three, so we own them. Here, really. Here's the thing, though. My my overall point is. Their fans made force the hands of these people because they stopped showing the games. They made banners like completely dogging on the team. They were they were very vocal about. It. I'm not saying go to the extent of like Glazers out or anything, <laughs> but Glazers I'm, out by the way. Yeah, no, fuck them. No, um, I'm going. <laughs> I'm, I'm to the extent of fans have to show that we have to show that we're displeased with where the team's going. Yeah. I, I'm honestly, I'm tired. I know there's certain people that are fans of this club who support clubs or teams who are mediocre. So they're okay with mediocrity. I'm not, I don't spend my hard earned money to go watch a team. Who's just okay with being quote unquote competitive. I want to see you lift some fucking silverware. So to be honest. And you're, you're right. And I agree with you. Um, so for me, it's, it's, I I still firmly believe that the squad we have can win an MLS Cup. They are just not doing a good job at putting the puzzle pieces together and finding that last little little piece to put in. You know, um, I, I think the team's built sim decently well. We've seen this team exactly perform well in this league. We've seen it. We've watched it happen. Um, I think it was a lot of of bad luck and and some mismanagement 
that you know got us to uh, drop out of the playoffs multiple times, not finish where we should have. Um, and I do agree that this year is like on multiple fronts across you know the front office, the fans, the everything is kind of the make or break year of like okay, your your hands not being held anymore. Do something. Um, I, I I just don't know if I'd be so. Like I, I don't think it's the the time for like public outcry is is like here yet. I don't think it's like that big of a deal when it comes to play yet. No, I'm I mean, think, I, I think I it think can be this season though. I think that's more what Travis oh, is for sure. alluding yeah, yeah, to. Yeah, I'm not saying right now. Hey, pitchforks. No, season hasn't even started yet. But like, if you can't go out there and execute and win something, something has to change. Because for sure, four yeah. seasons in, you already have the new stadium bump. Right, mm-hmm. you get new stadium, you get twenty seven thousand season ticket holders. Okay, cool. Uh, you had the first couple of years, like, oh, this team's actually really good. Okay, but as we progress, this team starts getting older, players start falling off, people don't keep the same form as they used to. It's like what the Titans had. Titans had a window, right? They yeah. had a window with Derrick Henry was on fire, Tannehill was doing things just right. They had a window to hit. They had AJ Brown. They had AJ Brown. They had. A, I just wanted to bring that up again. They had a. Just they had a bring it. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. They they had a perfect window to hit the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. But they waste. They wasted it. Where are they at now? They didn't make the playoffs this year. They they're looking. They're looking past Tannehill now. They're people. Some people are questioning Derrick Henry now. If Nashville's not careful, they will miss their window. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. In their first four seasons, they made the playoffs. Now, granted. Half the teams in the league make the playoffs in each conference, so it's not that big of a deal. Like, it's cool, but it's not something to write home about. It's like, okay, that's an expectation at this point. Like, you should make the playoffs if you're a good yeah. team. Um, if they're not careful, they'll miss that window. And so that's what my thing is. Like, you have four seasons. You have all these excuses leading up. You no longer have those excuses. You have a new stadium that you can, you know, bat- you have your back on. Uh, you have an MVP. You have the Golden Boot winner and MVP winner. Last, previous season MVP runner up, same player, and you had a previous Defensive Player of the Year under team and another right back who's played for the U.S. Men's National Team at the World Cup. You have the pieces there, especially in MLS, to do something. You have to do something. Yeah, absolutely. If not, if not, and it also like you talk about where we've been as far as the t- team goes. Is this our ceiling? Is our ceiling with Gary Smith making the playoffs, maybe winning one or two games, and then dipping out? For is sure. that our is that our ceiling with so Gary? What What would be enough for you guys to be like? Okay, say say we do not we we're not winning an MLS Cup, right? You okay. you you don't know this, but we're not say we're just not going to win one. What would be enough for you to not win an MLS Cup? Not not win the uh the open cup but retain both gary smith and basically the front office in general oh man not winning either of those is going to be really tricky because again (laughs) i don't support it i gotta gotta put that in there too uh supporter shield is never going to happen uh with gary or with mike no no major silverware but what would be enough to to kind of keep you be like okay at least you know whatever I think for for Gary, it would have to be um, everybody stays moderately healthy. The team gels. They get to at least the conference final. Yeah. 
And then for Mike, I mean, he has to get a player that works. He has to find a center forward that will gel with the rest of the team and score fucking goals. Yeah. For that should be his, like, that's not his only job, but that, like, every, he should spend two hours a day just <laughs> doing that amongst all of the other things that a, a general manager does. In, in between lunch and his daily Sudoku puzzle. Yes. So, so for Gary Smith, you have to either make the conference final or just final overall. Yeah. In, 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 in one of those, or you make the final in any of those cup competitions. For Jacobs, it has. I think there's two different categories with these two. Jacobs, you got to make at least a final. Yeah. Because he's ultimately responsible for finding these players that Gary needs and get and making these deals happen. All we've mm-hmm. seen is international slots sold, international slots sold. Hey, we got a lot of gam. Cool, international slots sold. That's all we're seeing. And Travis, we talked about that last week. Like I I have a gut feeling they're using a lot of that money to pay down contracts and pay off incentives for players. But like, could they at least fucking tell us that? So here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. You're paying off these contracts and incentive for players for what now? Yeah. You've had four seasons of doing this type of thing. Yeah. We haven't seen another big thing come in like cool, but we're also been told we're going to spend more than we're going to be in the what top third of spending in this year four and we're we're actually bottom third actually when I, I, the chart came well out. you know travis you do know there are 90 mls teams right so we're in the top third <laughs> <laughs> yeah no but seriously like we're, we're we're not we're not spending like we were told we were we're going well, to we were and... never going to though we had to like that's it's that's an unreasonable the... expectation to think that... oh a nashville a tennessee sports team i'll lump the grizzlies that's the that. issue though if you're gonna say that Fall through it. with it. Yeah. Don't say it and then not do it. Yeah. That's yeah. that's that's the issue that I have. I would I would have no quarrel with with him if he had not said it at all. I'm okay. Maybe we're gonna be a, a strict actual money ball team. Yeah. But he came out and said something like that we're gonna spend and spend big, and our biggest purchase is seven mil. Yeah. And MLS in transfer window that's that's scoffed at like. How many how many swing and misses have Atlanta had that have been over fifteen mil? <laughs> Quite there's been about three or four of those fifteen mil players. Uh, Correct me if I'm on. wrong though. That was like like the tenth or fifteenth range, like biggest deal in MLS at the time. Probably like, at the time, like, but they ever. they continue to the thing is they they swung out and miss on Barco. Then they went out and spent more money. Even again, on they didn't go. Oh, Martinez, yeah, yeah, we didn't go. Oh, we messed up with fifteen mil. Let's stop there. We've done that with Akeloba. Yeah. We missed on yeah, they'll, 7 they'll million. never spend again. Yeah. We missed on seven million, but we're not doing it again. Atlanta missed on fifteen million. Guess what they did in the next 20. window? They spent like twenty mil. <laughs> They're like, oh, we're gonna, we're gonna yeah. rectify this and then spend more money. It's yeah. like I had, I would have no issue if they didn't say it to begin with. So but the fact that they, they said it and haven't followed through with it, that's where I have an issue with yeah. at that point. He uh, fed us lies, got us hopeful, and didn't follow through. So for me, for for me to be completely okay by the end of the season, I, I think I've seen a couple people say it, John, I think you said it, at least be in the conference final. Um, I need some some home playoff games. I need uh, you know, Hani to be Hani. I need either I need I need either Fafa or uh, Jacob Schaffelberg to have like best at position kind of season to where it's like, oh, someone they brought in is like, you know, actually balling out or mm-hmm. in the summer window for us to like go get 
Giroux, which probably won't happen, or someone else, some some other big name, or not even big name, like just big big signing, somebody, um, and all of that plus still making it to that that conference final. We don't have to win it. I I want to win it, but we don't have to win it. I just need to see a a good product on the field. I need to see progression and and. Giroux makes really? too much sense for it to happen. Can I be 100% with you guys? Giroux. The Giroud thing is just like the Falcao thing. It's not going to happen. Hey, 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 that, hey, that hey. A, it's a whole meme that everyone does. But I like with. it this time, Travis. That's the difference. Yeah. <laughs> so do all the women of Nashville, but okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. you're not wrong. He's a good looking no, dude. No, we signed Giroud, and he, he, we, we signed Giroud, and he, uh, he's the mentor to Adam Sipic, who comes in next year. And just balls out at yeah, seven. Okay, that's my goal. For, that's my goal for the. I want to see this kid make a debut for the senior team and just ball. Like I, I want to see him just score or assist one goal and like at least one of his appearances, and I'll be okay. I mean, we'll, we'll definitely in, see in, him play in professional or, ball in, in a league or Huntsville. cup game. Huh? What was that, John? Do you want? Do you want him to be? Do you want him to have a league debut, or do you want him to just in a cup game? Because I think he will be in either. A cup either game. any any any. Any senior team debut, I'm okay with. He that's scores a hat-trick on Toluca. That's a young kid Bruh. playing under Gary Smith, and that's the day hell freezes over. So I want to see it. Well, okay, okay. But n- now that we have Huntsville, right, and now that the academy has been set up for a while, I think Gary having, you know, systems set up tailored towards him would be more likely to play these young players. Am I not wrong? Am I wrong? I don't know. I want you. I want you to be right. I don't know that I think you are. I, I feel like he never went out and got young players from elsewhere because they weren't, you know. It built leads for him. to him play. It leads to him playing those young players. It's whether or not he actually does it. Uh, dude, it. I. I was shocked. My jaw dropped when he just like randomly brought up Adam Sipic two, three times in interviews during the preseason. Like that's. That is why I'm excited for this player because Gary Smith doesn't just do that. And no one asked him about it. And like you said, he's he he likes old dudes. Like he he likes old washed up strikers. Like uh so the fact that he's like raving about this, how old is he? Like 15, 16 year old kid? 16. Um 16, yeah. has me beyond stoked. I think he's gonna show out in Huntsville at some point in the season and hopefully we see him make a debut for the senior team. Is, do you think he's reaching so far down to like the sixteen-year-old striker because he's that good, or he's that desperate to find help for Hani and he knows it's not coming in the transfer window? It could be a little bit of both, um, but the fact that like I, it just it blew my mind that we had uh, a tr- uh, him as a as a you know academy player on our preseason squad playing minutes like against I mean actual people like it's insane. That's that's kind of the thing about soccer, I would argue, more than any other sport. And Travis was attesting to this earlier, talking about how he had fifth graders on his middle school team, is if you're good enough, you're old enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like exactly. Philadelphia has a fucking 13-year-old playing against U19s. He's actually doing really good, too. <laughs> if you're good enough, you're old enough. Yeah, so, like, I mean, like what John was saying, like those, I had six fifth graders on my middle school team. Middle school six, seventh, and 8th. Those those five uh, six uh, fifth graders who started started over seventh and eighth graders because they were just better. They weren't bigger, they weren't stronger, but they had higher soccer IQ and they higher were higher voices. Higher voices. <laughs> they were four foot six, sixty pounds, soaking wet, but they knew how to play ball. And so 
they got trial by fire and I threw them out there and they did good. I mean, I could, there's no complaints about that. Yeah. And, you know, I, maybe that's what's happened with CPIC right now, but I want to see, um, I, I do want to see him get his chance with the senior team. Uh, Cause I think uh, they had to play if he's with Huntsville. Cause I think that talks about him going to Huntsville out of the Academy. Um, I think they have to play a certain number of games before they oh, have to be lie. signed. To, they have to be signed to a senior uh, contract. So they can play like maybe I think two, two or three before being signed to a senior contract or something like that. I can't remember the exact rules, but uh, they do have a like a grace period playing with the senior team before the club has to officially offer them anything. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see if what happens with cu- all the cup games we have going on in the congested uh, schedule. So if there is ever a year for a player like that to get a shot with Nashville in like a competitive game, it's this one. There's oh, so much going on, dude. So many opportunities, and this is year four, so I, I feel like the club is reaching for something. Like, hey, we got to get something, and so they'll have to reach reach into the resources, whether it be Huntsville or the Academy. You know? Yeah. Um. Cool. Awesome. So we dropped a question on Twitter earlier <coughs> this week, um, basically saying if you could change exactly one thing about Nashville SC, be it in the front office, on the field, in the stands, whatever, what would you change? Uh, before we get into some of the actual responses we got, would it, what, what, what one thing would you guys change? I know, John, we kind of talked about this last week, but let's, let's touch on it one more time. I mean, I've, reading through some of the responses, I, I feel more in that vein. Um, on the field, I, I mean, I'm not thrilled just because they're they're super mid, uh, especially you like ch- if you, you take if you, one, exactly one thing, exactly one thing. Yeah. Um, I want the. Oh, this is so hard. I want the team as an entity to give a damn about their fans. Yeah. Um, it was very hard to pick between that and acknowledge history before uh, 2018 or 2020, depending on who you ask. Yeah, I, I think um, those kind of go hand in hand. So I think that's that's it for me, because like I'm pissed about parking. I'm pissed about how the tailgate gets jerked around, but not everyone does either of those things. Um, the Jersey reveal event concept, really cool. Um, not knowing anything until the week of not a fan um the pharma guys not getting credentialed is stupid um fans pay all of their salaries yeah you can say directly or indirectly um maybe treat them like people and not dollar signs and you know we'll we'll see where we're at so i would say that's probably that's probably mine uh i think my number one is just a striker that produces wow the the lowest possible fruit you yeah. could pick. Uh and hell, that could that could be CJ Sapong. <laughs> if CJ CJ Sapong has a good year, then cool, I'm happy. That fills that that need, but that's that's my one thing. Travis. All right, CEO oh, Travis, you got one thing to change. One thing to change? Well, I mean, treating the fans like actual people is kind of hard to say because the franchise model, I mean, you can still respect the fans, but that way the MLS is set up, it's a franchise. It's not really a club necessarily. So it's more corporate feeling anyways. Um, I do, I wish they do would acknowledge more of how the club came about 
I mean, you can you can be a franchise and treat someone like a person. Like, oh, no, hundred percent. Go to Chick Fil A and I can treat it like a person. <laughs> like that's a franchise. Is, but the thing is, the likelihood of that happening with the sports team being a franchise is less likely of that when it, they're an actual club. Like, there's a connection there, and they acknowledge the history building up because the franchise model is just considered a separate entity, so it's not going to acknowledge the the NFC roadies or people back in 2013 yeah but they, the, N- the nft roadies am i right stop <laughs> oh god this is the second but- time i've wanted to hit you this podcast <laughs> what was the first one uh it was right off the bat uh i don't even remember what milk it was the milk thing oh right yeah that was disgusting yeah you're <laughs> gross the 50 plus one rule i love that uh the bundesliga teams uh but it's it's just it's kind of hard to demand they act like that when American sports culture is built on franchise and not every franchise does that. They kind of do. And you know, at the end of the day, I I, I think there, there have been things that the team, the front office, the whatever as a whole have done well to, to acknowledge fans. But then like, I mean, my whole 10, 15 minute rant last week was acknowledging pre MLS more than, you know, a nod in a video that talks about the stadium, you know, and, and that's great. That's nice. And I appreciate it. But like, dude, this is one hell of a story to tell. And it's like, it just feels I mean, like we've missed the mark since yeah. really since the MLS announcement. Well, yeah. vamos in a C in chat. I mean, it's exactly right. Cause the NPSL team was founded with the sole purpose of bringing professional soccer to Nashville. Yeah. But because it's it's the franchise thing separate entities they're not going to sometimes franchise people that come in they don't want to acknowledge that they won't be like hey we started this we founded this in here sometimes i don't know what they think and the odd thing is though is say that's the case they have acknowledged it they have In, in official like club videos and official mls videos uh, on broadcast, they've acknowledged it, but in very small ways. It's like, very, it's very, it's very brief, and it's yeah. very small. It's like a subtle throw in there, but the overall, overall, it's just not really shown as a part of club history and, because of that. And I think that's a a big problem. That's one of the major problems with soccer in in <clears throat> in this country because of how it is all franchised off from most of the leagues, even USL. And and some USL people want to act like they're all high and mighty, but they're a franchise too. Uh, It's just the way it is. And it sucks because you you had this tie to the community with the roadies. I mean, started in NPSL with NFC and have come to the ranks with them. And it's just like something that's always going to be there, even though they're not going to acknowledge it. But I think us as fans can acknowledge that for them. Just keep reminding them subtly. I can and, be annoying on Twitter. I yeah, can do it. And, and I what? think you, you never. Not. But I yeah, think I, yeah. I think the important thing here is that we as a fan base um, continue to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Okay. Read, read the comp. Uh, they acknowledged me, Roman Reigns, Tifo. I need that. <laughs> That's funny. See, but but what kind of relationship does Roman Reigns Roman Reigns have with Sheamus? We have to Ooh, keep that in mind. Yeah, that's fair. That's. Fair. I don't want to get body slammed off a capo stand because yeah. Sheamus said no, no, no. Tifo with Hani Mukhtar that says banger after banger after banger. <laughs> it's this little thing he's doing right now in WWE. So we need to incorporate that somehow. I think you'd appreciate that. Um. Okay. But, anyways, so 
what we need to do as fans is yes criticize the club for not acknowledging usl mpsl whatever but i think the more important thing to do here is for us as a community us as a fan base to celebrate that history and very vocally and on social media and at games and in, in merchandise and in posters and whatever very openly celebrate this club's origin story and hey. the more the fan base talks about it and the more it is out there in the public zeitgeist the more it kind of <laughs> forces the club to have to acknowledge it you know sorry i, I read uncle bz's chat message <laughs> let's convince james to messy. hold mike to hold mike out a window by his ankles until he signs messy yeah <laughs> so uh brian i have a question i have an answer those yellow stripes mpsl yep. jerseys does does anyone own the rights to the uh that logo or uh so i think technically the supporters trust that still exists but kind of just in a legal sense not really in a meeting and and operating sense um technically owns the logos um okay. from the mpsl days but so dude you can I thought, make i thought usl did that's not, why we had usl days had mpsl days sorry so okay I'm, I'm, going I'm further back okay i'm curious if you could someone within the supporters group or the back line make those jerseys and have them a part of like brother your... it's so easy people have already done it people did it last year I'm talking about like as far as like having them a part of like your uh, membership, your dues, because it's admiral. It's not it's not too expensive. Is yeah, it? I, don't, so, I don't think admiral. Yeah, so it's it's you can literally go on admiral's website right now and just you can make the exact jersey just without the crest right now. And dude, if I mean you can upload a custom crest, and I mean they won't. It's a they, it's it's, a printed, they won't say it's anything. Too is yeah. they won't those, say anything. <laughs> we need like, to have some, some. You know how um supporter groups have their own jerseys, yeah. Like for that group, we need to have something with that that commemorates the, uh, you know, the start of that. What well, and so I mean, with I mean, and, I, I have my own. My, I have my founders jersey from MPSL days, yeah. but I do like that yellow stripe one. Well, and then like I, I had nothing to do with this this year. Uh, it's surprisingly, um, but the roadies scarf this year is a remake of that founder scarf. Um, I saw, I saw that it, says yeah. Nashville till I die. And then I personally, and it's in the background right now, I've made two like eight foot flags that say uh, established 2013. And it has the hashtag uh, our town, our club, but abbreviated to OTOC. Um, uh, I only have one on poll. I don't know if I'm going to take two, but I mean, like, this is the sort of stuff I'm talking about where us as a fan base has to just do stuff like this and, and spread the story throughout, you know, channels like this, like this podcast, like our Twitter pages, stuff like that, like at games at tailgates where people go, Oh, what is it? 2013. I thought we showed up in 2020. Right. And then explain and then share the stories, talk to people. And, and by doing that, we force the club to kind of accept that history and acknowledge it yeah i mean that's exactly what i mean i was gonna be annoying on twitter about it but i think doing that in person also helps too <laughs> yeah yeah but i completely agree with that uh just if they're not gonna do it why not us you know for sure i mean i, I was i was one of those people like you at those first games at vanderbilt in 2013 14 
and it was quite this it was quite something to see how far it's grown and it's a shame that it's not acknowledged by the team itself so uh, who is it h man in chat said when are we getting a 30 for 30 uh me and aaron grisham for former host of this uh of this podcast um, gone but not forgotten yeah uh talk <laughs> he's not dead he's, just- he's not dead he's just not on this podcast uh <laughs> talked about uh doing exactly that obviously not an official 30 for 30 but that kind of thing um he is a, a filmmaker he works for uh cbs um and we we talked about it it never came to fruition but um I mean, that's something that like a group like us or a group like you know uh club and country or pharma or all the groups combined together um could make something like that i it's obviously not easy to do but um i would all love right. to see it happen i was i was really like in my head i was going full joke and you said uh, he's a filmmaker he works for and i really wanted you to say like brazzers <laughs> <laughs> dude i love this podcast so much like there's <laughs> there's other nsc podcasts that are very professional and don't swear at all and then we're talking about porn right after a very serious <laughs> a very serious topic yeah, just, yeah, this pod will it just goes every which way there's no there's no tracks that stays dude, on it <laughs> it's like there's no planning for this you just sit us you just sit us down and we talk for like an hour and a half about in just any direction that we we just want to go Oh man. Okay, let me let me read some of these responses of of what some other people said and we have conversations kind of going off. Um so we're you know, the first one, I'm all for this. Uh Matthew Olwyn, I don't know how you say your last name, in all caps put more smoke. I'm down. I'm down. Hear me out. I mean more goals. So more yeah. goals, but hear me out. Uh we we pull like a a a like eastern european like supporter group like set off smoke bombs around the entire stadium with ring of fire playing in the background while they walk out uh, in, in their uh new johnny cash kits that would it would be too good it'd be too good it'd be so good but uh you know for a fact like the the family section would complain like people outside of the supporter section would complain but could you imagine the the scenes of like say you just had three smoke bombs going down each sideline and then four across the the end, end lines like per dude it, it would it would look fucking beautiful but imagine it with flares yeah wait till the Toluca game yeah uh, that's going to be something they'll they'll find a way to get flares in yeah uh let's see what else what else what else uh tj good enough <laughs> funny name said uh never give it on you never give up on you it sucks you sucks I, dude I'm sorry got him sorry got his ass <laughs> shit on <laughs> okay i respect your opinion and i know a lot of people are are on on team never give up on you never give up on you sucks um i i think it was a good idea to take it away from the pregame I think it is yes. perfect post game, win or lose, it fits every single time, um, and it's something that was, despite you know what other people will tell you, was not like something bought by the team. It was the 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 band was a fan of the team, a fan fans of soccer, fans of Liverpool, and wanted to make this and made and wrote this song specifically for the club. Um, and Wait, they're fans of Liverpool. Hate the song. 
<laughs> can't do it. Uh, so, <laughs> but up. it's it's it's, Love it's you, I think it's something great for post game and a good little. Uh, it's it's good it's good to have in our in our you know traditions and whatever. But well, I, here's the thing: people complain about it. Go, listen to blowing bubbles with West Ham. Oh Ham. God, yeah. Even listen to you never give up on you. The actual song itself. Yeah, it, it all sounds the same, just like never give up on or you. What's... It's not it's not something it's not like indestructible by disturbance. Yeah, like, it's like you're not, they're something. not gonna come out <laughs> they're not gonna like link arms at the end of the game and play Bangarang by Skrillex. Like I I, I don't it's know just, what you I don't know what you want. I, I do like the fact that it's post game, but the a lot of people complain about it have no problem with the other Premier League teams that do the same thing. Yeah, even or like lead songs more just them saying leads, leads, leads over and over again. Like <laughs> Uh, this song is inspired by Chelsea. Um, ready? Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea. <laughs> no, that's a chant. But like a lot of Premier League teams have songs like that they play before the game. Yeah. And none of them are fire up songs. They're all yeah. it, walk on to yeah. the re. It's like it's literally saying like that in the yeah. actual song. And it's just it's nothing that fires up anyone. And People are looking at it. And it's like, why does this fire up? It's, it's not supposed it, to. It's not. It's not like that. It's an anthem. It's not like a, a pre-hype a playlist yeah. or anything. But I do like the fact that it is post game because I feel like it fits more to that. Yeah, I think win, I win, think lose or draw vibe. thing. Yeah. I think before yeah. the game was I. I mean, I liked it because I liked the song and I liked the vibe and I liked that it was our "You'll Never Walk Alone." <laughs> but um, I think it fits better post game, and I love having Johnny Cash pregame. Um, yeah. It, it, I thought it, Johnny that was a USL thing too. Yeah. I, I love the fact they played Johnny Cash before the game. So first. I that I think switching to that this past season made made everything made made, made kind of rounded out that game day experience for me. Um, but I do know there's a large contingent of people that don't like it, and I get it. Different strokes, different folks, whatever. But can I make one quick request that we could brainstorm on and and circle back to next week? Go for it. Um. I, I'm an exceptionally white person, so I love the killers. <laughs> um, but having Mr. Brightside as a goal song is so lame. Agreed. Like the Red Bulls, the Red Bulls have bulls on parade, and it's amazing. And I'm Can very we play jealous of it. After every goal, I uh, dude, I'm here for it. It, it is just the trumpets. In in, <laughs> I I hope we bring it back this weekend. Man. I hope we bring it back this weekend, and I'm going to talk to some people about it. But in MPSL, we used to chant Ring of Fire all the time, and it just kind of went away. And nah, Bohemian the Rhapsody or Bust. Back. Bohemian Rhapsody or Bust. I'll say I mean, it. I'm down for that, too. I, I think uh, it was God. hard to start. <laughs> I think Bohemian Rhapsody was hard to do in, in, uh, in Nissan because that stadium just kills sound. But uh, I think it would work. I think it would work again in in Geodis, but it'll take a rain delay and then playing it over the speakers for it to ever happen. I think we should just lean into the whole Johnny Cash thing. I do too. Lean full. CMT uh, tweeted our jersey out. Yeah, <laughs> like, really? Yeah, these are accounts with millions Gosh. and millions of followers sharing our jersey. That's the most Nashville of, thing that could have happened. That's the Dude, thing. I'm like, so we, cool. we get of this lean full on into it I, next year dolly parton inspired kit we bro, gotta have some yellow because it's tradi- gotta keep that yellow though i have we get pe- it. i had people reach out to me and I like because it nashville <coughs> see at this point is my fucking personality it just is everyone knows that um but i had people that like i know from work working uh like in on broadway and like kind of roughly around music in nashville 
reaching out to me being like, yo, these jerseys are sick. Like, that's awesome. Like, that collab is the best thing that happened to this team branding-wise in a while. Um, so more of that, dude. Dolly, I guess not Dolly next year. Next year, I demand MPSL stripes. But the year afterwards, Dolly. <laughs> dude, I mean, I mean, you set up stuff like uh, Steph for, on Twitter said uh, with Dolly Parton, you can partner with it. Though, is it Imagination? Is it Imagination Library that she yep. has? Yeah. That you can partner and proceeds of the jersey that gets sold can go help fund that. Yeah. And it'd be a cool partnership, but I, I do I do like the leaning into the Johnny Cash thing. Um, I think it just fits. It's so it's such a Nashville thing. And people love it. I mean, I think everyone has loved it. Outside, I've only seen negative comments, and those were from Cincinnati and Atlanta fans. And those are just out of spite. I... And, I've seen some where people were just like, "Oh, a black shirt, cool," and I was like, "You don't know." Get it, man. (laughs) Well, the thing is, yes, it's a black shirt, but it's for the man in black. It's literally supposed to be the whole thing. That's the whole thing. The entire point. People are just looking for something to complain about, but it's stupid because I like the silver accents. The silver accent to it. The jersey looks a thousand percent better when there's a name and a number on the back because of all the silver. That's why it's two hundred dollars. Okay. So, yeah, is the name the na- the customization is what makes it two hundred, which I completely agree is absurd. It is absurd. It, it's it's Adidas not, thing. It's, yeah, it's, it's an Adidas, Adidas thing. Yeah, that's not the team. But we can also put that on MLS because MLS signed a contract with Adidas until what twenty twenty four. I think they re-upped it. <clears throat> did they somewhat recently? I thought they did. Okay, I, I think, saw I, I saw a conspiracy theory floating around that um because apple was like yo we need you guys to like fix your shit visually and like make the like league more appealing if we're gonna do this tv deal with you that they put pressure on adidas to make like not shitty jerseys this year i i don't know that's just that's just a theory but i full-on believe it i'm i'm here for it yeah i i can see the it being believable but i think it must because it does go through 2024 i think adidas is trying to amp it up to where mls signs back with them because yeah. the main the main complaint about adidas and mls jerseys is that they're so bland and all the jerseys look the same this year nothing looks the same it's completely out yeah. there there are people trying things and i think it may be adidas trying to re-sign their contract with mls i, I out like i'm not just saying this because i hate cincinnati it's part of it, but I think everyone other than Cincinnati got a significant upgrade in their jersey game. Oh, Cincy's is awful. It looks like looks a doo-doo like, stain. Looks like spilled oil. Like it looks if if they if the marketing for that was like it represents what happens to your butthole after eating Skyline Chili, then yeah, I'd be all for it. But it's a Charmin dude, Ultra Soft I saw, uh, advertisement. Yeah, just like their fans. Um, I saw somebody on Twitter who was like, "That looks like the river going through your town after that train wreck." And I was like, oh, "Holy no. shit!" Too far. Even too I far. Really, have gone that too far. Probably. He put the fishes on the jersey too. He put yeah. fishes with like the X's over their eyes on it. And I was like, "Man, that's that's pretty out there." I think Dallas, Dallas thing, is pretty so, bad too. It's just an orange shirt and Dallas is Dallas is saying Dallas is bad is challenging for me because. Imagine that jersey, but Guy Fieri wearing it. I'm in, and it is immediately S tier. Dallas has the right idea because it's pay- it's paying like homage to the burn. Yeah, but the execution just like. just just isn't there. You know, <laughs> Brian. Sorry. Uh, okay. 
Let's see. Let's see. I'm gonna see if I can get another one that we haven't like already kind of covered. Um, I mean, everyone's basically saying either some form of parking, front office acknowledging USL and MPSL days, or Gary changing it up. I I mean, that's that's basically every reply, um, which we've already kind of covered. I'm trying to rate our podcast on Spotify. Yeah, okay. Hey, everyone everyone watching or listening to this, please go listen to. Um, if you're, oh, if you're rate, watching. I rate it at five stars. <laughs> go, go listen to the pod on Spotify or on Apple or both. I would love it. Um, download the episodes. It helps us get sponsors, which I am going to try to do. Um, Ooh. Uh, and what else? What else? What else? Five stars. Um, once we get to 105 stars across both uh spotify and apple i will eat a bug um not alive um, um oh ooh. so h-man said h-man said could we get shuttles from other parking lots could you imagine if we had party bus tailgates from nissan to geotas bro people just <laughs> okay, getting someone... shitty on the drive dude these these party buses <laughs> that go up and down broadway are missing the mark dude they need a honestly that's a terrific idea uh and i doubt would ever be sanctioned by the club like the club would never do that of course not no but like these businesses like that run these things need need to realize that they have a group of people that just want to get drunk and watch soccer and if they can get drunk on your thing on the way to the game like they'll fucking do it the preds have shuttles to bridgestone from nissan it's just across a bridge i'm fat and even i walked that bridge (laughs) uh okay i'm parking i'm look it sucks and it sucks that we're not gonna have the year-long uh passes anymore i honestly guys i don't think it's that big of a deal it sucks like it does suck but like i never once had problems with parking and i never parked in like the nsc lots like i just i i parked in the lot next to soccer moses's barbershop like same cost as the as a normal NSC lot. If you get there, you know, at least 30 minutes before the game, there's spots everywhere, like around the neighborhood. Um, would it be nice for a more, you know, uniform, more designated spots from the club, more structured? Yeah, of course. I would love to buy a pass and be done with it. But uh, I, I just, dude, just go to, go to Portland and t- talk to me about parking. There's no parking there. But they have... They have they have transit, and that's what we need. Yeah, it, I I honestly I, think this is more of a city issue of not having fucking transit, which we should have gotten five six years ago, than the club not having parking. I guess at this point, my main beef with the parking is that the club people do get the option of a year long pass, and us us plebs don't, and I'm salty about I didn't that. Know that. That 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 does suck. But also, they pay more money than me for that's, the tickets. Yeah, no, so. I, I get it. <clears throat> uh yeah like uncle busy saying he walked he walked a mile and a half in cincinnati last summer like Ugh. dude it could be worse like bridgestone doesn't have parking anymore I mean, there used to be a giant ass lot right there where the the uh convention center is uh and i remember that was a huge deal when they they stopped opening that lot because they were building convention center and people fell on parking elsewhere there's parking at nissan you walk there's parking around the neighborhood, around wherever you walk. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Just fucking walk. I, I don't want to. 
that's fair. <laughs> I mean, look, I, and again, and no, again, and again, and again, this is just, this is just me. This is like, you know, I get where, where the exceptions are is like, you don't want to, you, I, I understand. I get no, it, it, but it's, it's still a dumb complaint because there are solutions for if, it. If but, you want to go, you're going to find a way to go. Yeah. I'm just, I'm salty about having to pay 17 Ticketmaster fees this year. If I wanted to get parking from the NSC lots every Bro, game. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't do That's that. stupid. Take good, show up with twenty bucks in cash and park like a block down. I will walk with my Crocs. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> hey, don't hate on Crocs. Oh shit. Do I need to find black Crocs by this weekend? By Saturday. Yeah. I'm not wearing black. How dare you, Travis? I'm wearing yellow. I mean, you can do that and wear black. Shun the non-believer. <laughs> but. Cool. Uh, well, I think this is a good stopping point for this pod. Uh, this time next week, we'll have a game to talk about. Woo! Fucking Hopefully final win. Yeah, predictions. 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 Oh, we do have oh. to predict. We do yeah, have to predict. Yeah, that's the thing we do. Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh, someone else go first. Okay, John, I'll go. John, 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 I'll yeah. go. Um. NYCFC lost a lot of pieces and barely replaced any of them. So if this is not at least a three-one win, I will be disappointed. Uh, goal scorers, I'm going to say CJ, I'm going to say Godoy, and I'm going to say Hani. Okay. Travis, I'm you going, good or should I, should uh, I go? Uh, I'm going with a 3-0 win, Hani Mukhtar hat-trick. Golden I love it. defense on the on the go from fir- first match, so let's go. I love it. Here for it. Uh, I, I think it's going to be a barn burner. I think it's going to be uh, 5-3. Um, yeah it's gonna be a five to three game <laughs> gary would never okay. uh no it's gonna be weird it's gonna be weird because look new york's bad uh we ha- we can be good we have new pieces we can do fast pieces we have hani coming off the best career or best season of his career um i think hani gets a brace so that's two of the five and then i think uh you'll get fuck you'll get say one fafa goal uh sapong he's back sapong goal and mm-hmm. leal goal um i'm glad i'm glad you didn't steven this and say joe willis hat trick no 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 no. i can though if you want uh, see, I, I typically only steven it um when we're playing a rival and i hate them with all of my being uh, i don't really hate nycfc anymore because they got rid of uh fuckface uh update on tailgate times for h man i do have that uh should be noon for official opening i believe i was checking i tweeted it from the the sound check account i was checking the weather there is like a 60% chance of rain that day, but it is all in the morning. Um, I think it clears up around noon. Uh, hopefully, fingers crossed, knock on wood. Um, so getting to the game, it may be a little soggy, but uh, once you get the tailgate, it should dry up, and hopefully the game will be nice and clear. I mean, by nice and clear, I mean no rain. It'll still be cloudy. but It'll be a Nashville SE game day. Yeah, as is tradition. <laughs> Yay uh cool okay now we're done uh please go uh rate five stars leave a review um on whatever platform you listen to we're gonna be doing this a lot more uh we may even drop in some supplemental content between episodes every now and again who knows we can cook some stuff up maybe some like old nashville fc watch along streams that we like like tell you when to hit play (laughs) and I, i don't know um we'll figure it out but yeah uh, thanks for jumping in, guys, and we will be back next Monday with uh, a 5-3 win.
See you. Toodles. See y'all.